Hello and welcome to the Lean and Stronger podcast. Back with another episode this week. Took a week off last week just because I was feeling a little bit run down. Lots of stuff going on uh, with the 21 day challenge launching for the first ever time that we've run that and that's going amazingly well. All of the people within the challenge are absolutely smashing it. They're enjoying it. They're getting plenty of community feels in there. They're all supporting one another and they're all just diving head first into their different tasks that we're relaying. So that's going really, really well. But that means this week I'm now back for the podcast again on a weekly basis now that that's up and running. And today we're going to be talking through adherence. And it's something that I run a workshop for the 21 day challenge this week as part of their challenge and we were speaking through nutrition and the topic of here topic of adherence came up and I think it's just a really important thing that actually it might sound simple but I think it's always good to re-hear re-understand what it is and how it can affect you and your goals so if we just jump straight in by the de- by the definition of a dictionary of what adherence is it's the attachment commitment or the attachment or commitment to a person, a cause or a belief. So we could could literally put this straight into you and go, you are the person, or maybe it's like a coach or a personal trainer. The commitment is to yourself to change, if that's what you're looking for. It's the commitment you're making to yourself towards a change. Or it can be towards the plan that your PT or your coach has planned for you that will essentially get you the results the cause that you're kind of adhering to or attaching yourself to is essentially your goal and why you're bothering to do these things and your belief is essentially like the manner in which you want to achieve that goal which is something either you believe in you believe there's a certain way of doing something and therefore you commit to that that way or by choosing a coach and choosing a trainer, you're actually committing to them and their thought patterns and their way of coaching as the best possible way to help you achieve their goal. That's in that current time. And it might, this might sound extremely obvious, but if there is poor adherence, i.e. you're not sticking to the things that you should be doing and not maintaining your commitment towards, I suppose, the, the method to reach your goal, then we can expect poor results or you know no results essentially potentially um for example you know this has been they've tried to study this within research and and it's typically done in a weight loss setting or at least my my reading has been within weight loss adherence to particular diets and irrespective of which diet has been followed whether it's got a name or whether there's a certain way of doing it that doesn't really matter the individuals that struggle to adhere or to continue with the diet in the following the rules that it states don't achieve as good weight loss results compared to those people that do adhere to these things and do stick to the rules, whichever the diet is. So that could be a, a low carbohydrate diet. It could be a high carbohydrate diet. If they're both in their calorie deficit and they adhere to it, they get better results than those who do not stick to their diet or their rules. For example, so the the big underlying factor thing again, and it sounds so simple, and it sounds so obvious. If you can stick to something, it's very likely going to work. 
the thing is, we get roped up, a lot of people I've ever worked with get roped up with following a specific diet with, you know, because it's a name, it's being spoke about in magazines, on the TV, someone famous is selling it or someone famous is advertising it. And we think, oh, okay, well, they've got it to work for them. So then and therefore it must work for me. And it leads to us kind of choosing these popular diets, trying to follow them, realising they don't fit in to your lifestyle, so to say, or the way that you work and the way that you, you know, you have time for, etc. And you end up not achieving and you end up, so a lot of people end up thinking what's wrong with me as opposed to looking at the method at which they've chosen. And the thing with long-term results after these things, if you if you have poor adherence, then realistically you're not going to achieve the results in the first place. But even with those that can adhere to the initial diet, if they then exhibit poor adherence after the diet, then that is when they are in a situation when they potentially then regain the weight or even go above and beyond that. So actually they go back to where they were at the beginning, plus some. It's almost like that yo-yo rebound effect that a lot of people will speak of it as such. And it's because they lose their adherence to the, the principles of weight loss and weight management, essentially. And like I said, where these diets, whatever their name, whatever they tell you to do, they live by the same principles and they're manipulating essentially the same thing. They're in manipulating how many calories you're taking in via nutrition if we're looking at diet specifically so we're ignoring any of these for the time being that, that tell you to exercise as well so there's nothing special about any of these diets at all they're all doing the same thing but they're all trying to sell to you in a different way and the problem is these diets because they're very rule-based they don't necessarily make any actual changes to your lifestyle that you can get used to it's all well and good bending around their, their rules whilst you want to lose weight. But what happens once you've achieved that, for example? You can't just continue to follow the diet if you want to then maintain weight because the diet's been set up for you to lose weight. So you need a, there's some change that needs to be made for you to stick to, to maintain that new you essentially the, the you that is now lighter weighing less or holding less body fat so because you haven't built these habits or this routine or this lifestyle for the diet itself you've just kind of made it work because you're desperate for results that's when we see that regain a lot of the time because there's because once you stop following the diet you stop following the rules you stop doing the things that got you there Therefore, you kind of slip back into old habits and head back to where you were. And like I say, sometimes, unfortunately, people go even further than where they were at the beginning, which can be quite upsetting for them. So, yeah, the cycle just goes, you know, they take a big restriction in calories with very few breaks or relieves. You end up, you have no idea about how to maintain this thing. So because of the lack of knowledge... You can't adhere to the diet any longer. You end up going back to you. So not all hope is lost, though. Essentially, we can, 
improve adherence. We can work on adherence and we can, we can set things up so you can adhere both in the diet phase, the weight loss phase or the body fat phase, whatever you want to call it. We can adapt things and we can learn things. So also once that's done, we can maintain there or thereabouts, the new, like I say, the new you, so to say, the lighter you, the less body fat you. And it, it comes down, I think the, one of the most important things really is the understanding of these principles that are actually being manipulated by the diets themselves. They're obviously not telling you these because these are their tricks of the trade. They're essentially hoping for you to gain weight so that you then go back into the diet again. You know, it's some of you may even know people that go to kind of like these slimming clubs and like they're always celebrating their one pound loss, but they're never actually changing because obviously they don't tell you about the two pound gained because they're not following things, they're not adhering to things all the time. And you think, you know, a few years go down the line, you might be there, sat there scratching your head thinking, this person looks the same, but they're constantly telling me they've lost weight. And it's the case of they're just going through this cycle, not making any real changes, not adhering for long enough to maintain their changes or to continue going in the direction they want to. So the factors really that we're looking at, we're looking at the energy in, which is your nutrition, how much calories you're taking in via food and drink. And then we can look at the other side being energy out, being your daily movements, so that non-exercise activity thermogenesis type thing. So that's essentially anything that's not training, daily walks and just general day-to-day -day motions. And then we've got your actual, actual specific training. So your resistance training, anything cardiovascular that's a bit harder than you know your daily walking and stuff. And to manipulate this, if you want weight loss, you need to make sure that that energy in is less than the energy out. That will result in weight or body fat loss. If you want to maintain where you are, it's essentially keeping them two things the same, there or thereabouts. And if you actually want to gain weight and build muscle, for example, then you need to make sure that energy in is more than that energy out. And essentially, it's those three things that we can manipulate depending on the stage of life that you're in. And you need to find a way whether it's just a manipulation of one of these things, two of these things, or all three of them that actually work for you and your lifestyle right now. And obviously your life can change over time. So it might mean adapting things over time. Again, if you understand these principles of what can be changed and what might need to be changed, then you hold the power to adjusting to all walks of life that you go through. So spending that little bit of time now with this and getting to grips with this, understanding this at least a little bit, it doesn't have to be to incredible detail, but enough to get the principle. You can go through the rest of your life and be in a good position dealing with some of these things. So it's just taking time. Like with the new, if we look at nutrition, can you find a way of structuring your day with food that suits you. So if we go with this weight loss example, you're gonna need, well, one of the options is, is creating this calorie deficit through nutrition. So can you reduce your calories to less than what they are now so that you're in this calorie deficit and, and lose weight? This might mean you do not eat breakfast because you don't like eating breakfast. It also might mean you do eat breakfast because you do enjoy eating breakfast. There's just considerations to be had. For some people, you may feel like it'd be more beneficial to you to, to cut out the snacks in between meals and just tell yourself to have three structured meals in the day, so like a breakfast, lunch, and dinner type thing. For other people, that might not work. You might enjoy having the snacks and 
you decide to have smaller meals so that you can afford to essentially have some snacks in between them as well. It is very individual, so it's very hard to describe one set way on doing this because we're manipulating the same variables irrespective. Now, if you cannot change anything to do with the nutrition, maybe you're someone that's actually done that already and you found that you, you don't have much wiggle room there, then look at the other variables. Can you move a bit more through through your day? Maybe you're only taking 3,000 steps a day and you can try and push that to four, five, 6,000 steps a day. And this is one of the things that we've been doing in the challenge is finding ways to manipulate one of these three things to suit them. So there's been people in the challenge that have managed to just move for an extra 10 minutes a day and bag themselves an extra 1,000 steps. And this this can work for someone that's in the group. They've already lost three pounds in the first you know, eight, nine days just through the extra movement. Nothing else has changed because they, at that moment they don't have the capacity to change anything else. Likewise with training, can you add one, two, three training sessions into your week if you don't train at all? If you're already training four or five times a week, that's probably already enough. But if you have the time to add another, then it's just structuring training in such a way that that's not too tiring and you still get good, efficient, effective results from your training. So if you are someone that has dieted for a very long time, and I'm talking like, oh, it could be any length of time, but if you've got if you've got fed up of dieting, you continually lose weight only to regain it, the issue isn't with the diets themselves. They are working in the short term in the, in the sense of if you start a diet and you lose the weight, that was the goal. So it's got you there. Actually, the stumbling block is... How are you going to maintain these things after? So a suggestion for me would, or from me would be, if you really want to get hold of this weight loss and maintain it, don't try another diet. Look at your lifestyle first and try and build a structure that will work for your day-to-day life that then you can make easier manipulations of those variables. So the energy in or the energy out. So can you build a, almost like a meal structure for your day that you're happy with, that works with your life? Do you have kids? Do you have a busy work day? Do you commute? Do you work from home all day? Pets, do they need walking? All of these things that we can consider. And then once you have that general structure that you feel like you can work, changing the number of calories in your meals, for example, isn't going to be that difficult. It's That becomes a quantity thing as opposed to when should I eat it thing. So it becomes a much easier, more manageable change once you have the structure in place. And I suppose the understanding of these principles and this this understanding becomes a pillar of your life and a pillar of your kind of your potential success in the goals that you wish to achieve. And then like I say, you can just manipulate one of these three things. So I don't think there's too much more to say, but you're basically trying to build this thing that you can stick to. And it does make sense. It's very, very simple that obviously if you can stick to it, it's more likely to work. So yeah, so before I keep rambling on and repeat, re-re-repeating it, because I know I'm saying it a lot, but that's the crux of it. We just build something you can stick to, try and stick to it, and then you know, if it's a dieting thing or wanting to lose weight, then manipulate the variables so you can tip your energy balance in such a way 
that you begin to get your results. Ah, the last thing I will add, so on this, so once, say for example, you have lost that weight, you have manipulated the number of calories in your food, for example, we then need to remember that a smaller you, i.e. a lighter you or someone with less body weight, will technically need less energy to maintain that person. So when you do come out of this dieting phase, because you have your structure in place, you kind of know how to adhere to that day. It's just a case of, again, manipulating the nutrition slightly, giving yourself some increase in calories, but not to the same extent that you're eating potentially the same amount as when you were 10 kilos heavier, for example, at least initially. So slowly kind of come out of that diet so you can stick with those habits that you've built prior, hopefully. And it should then make maintaining the, the weight loss you've achieved much easier. Because remember, we're not trying to achieve weight loss for life. Weight loss should just be a phase and it's just the maintenance of you that we can do for life. And then if you want to switch to growing and trying to build muscle, then we can manipulate things again amongst the same structure that you've built. So hopefully that makes sense. And I haven't waffled on too much on that. But if you are having any struggles with knowing how to structure these things, how to build a lifestyle that works for you. This is where coaching can become really, really useful. Just sitting down with someone, talking out your day, talking out how much time you have available, what kind of food you like when, at what point. Maybe talking to a coach, uh, whether it be online or face-to-face in, -face in the gym, could be super useful. So you can build that structure and then work on it. And then the great thing with it all is it's quite fluid. If things aren't working, there are many other strategies that we can use, many other things we can implement that will begin to, you know, slowly finish that puzzle of your life for that moment in time. If it is coaching that you'd like and you'd, you'd need a coach to talk to, then you are more than welcome to drop me a message or contact me about any of my coaching. So there's online coaching and face-to-face. -face. I'd be more than happy to sit down and have a chat to you and explain how I potentially can help you, or maybe there's other coaches that I could recommend you to if I'm not the one for you. All you have to do is just drop me a message on either Instagram, which is leanerstrongerjake, or you can send me an email at jake at leanerstronger.co.uk, and I'll be more than happy to help.